0: should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. What it
1: do, baby? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, people? <laughs> yeah,
0: listen, I'm over here feeling good, but I've got a feeling that you might be feeling a little bit better. Yeah, but I'm good, bro. Like, like, you know how this has got
1: to start, bro. Like, on the real, let's just get all the formalities out of the way now. You know what I mean? Let's just move forward, isn't it.
0: <laughs> all right, a little bit of housekeeping, Them man Greg in case you don't know how the things set, you know, as usual, Greg's in the house. Yeah,
1: myself, Michael Casey's is in the house, what's happening man?
0: Yeah man, I just gotta say one time and for all, like, and I, w- I want you to understand that I'm actually enjoying this moment, obviously not as much as you, but I'm enjoying it, and I'll tell you why in a minute. All oh, tight Liverpool, yeah, because now it's official. That's what I wanted. Premier League champions, 30 years later, bro. And let me tell you something, I, I, I'm I so happy okay. it's happened. Okay, so that's what we're doing, 30 years later, yeah. That's what we're
1: throwing in that little dig there, yeah, bro. Is this what we're doing?
0: <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you, bro. <laughs> is
1: this what we're doing, 30 years later, yeah? Bro, all right, you know what? It is what it is, you're right. It's 30 years for a team of that pedigree, bro. To be honest, you're right.
0: Should it's so all you know what I mean but we had to and we did and now let me that. tell you why I'm so happy this has happened yeah up and down every single social media I've got Facebook Twitter Instagram doesn't matter bruv the United man them are sick
1: oh there's some sour stuff going on don't even get me started bro right. bro that them dude. man are sick you know so negative bruv like they don't want to see like, it's like it's like you almost think they just because they done what they did in the ninety era, yeah, it's our title. No one else should have it, kind of thing. But I've never seen them assaulted to any other opposition. Leicester, uh, Blackburn, Man City, how uh, they are to Liverpool right now, uh, it's, it's unreal, bro.
0: Oh, you want You don't remember the Blackpool title, bro? Bro, well I know that was is, hatred on a different level, you know, because they were in that race. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. They were in that race. They weren't in this one. <laughs>
1: Bro, I'm just saying that if if you're in a race, then you have more reason to kind of get at people, is it? But when you're like 40 points off, like, like 40, 35, whatever you want to call it, when you're that much off, like you you got no talk. Like you just need to just accept it for what it is, isn't it? Yeah,
0: like, and pre like, this one, this is this is the wickedest one, and this is why I don't entertain stuff like the Jordan-LeBron debate because. People always find a way to shift it. You know what I'm saying? So I've been seeing United fans talking about, yeah, but we won the Premier League 13 times as your first one. But hold on, hold on. I do recall every United fan in existence not very long ago celebrating your 20th top flight title. So why has it changed now? It's just the negativity is some real with you know, the Because they know if they if they if they don't shift it to just Premier League, they know that you're only one behind them and you're likely to get that 20 of one and the 21st before they do. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is, bro. Of course it is. They don't want none of that. You know what I mean?
1: Bro, like I'm telling you now, the whole thing is just messed up, bro. Like people are all talking about Obcina. Uh, you know how they're saying for me, this is how this is what gets me in it. Obviously, because um Amount of trophies, that I think they're free I think three. They got three more than Liverpool. No, nope. tied. But this is right. So this is the killer thing, though, though. Bro, man is in there adding shared community shield, bro. <laughs> shared community.
0: At, at your big age, you're talking about community shield, bro.
1: Bro, this is what people are telling me that I'm like shared community shield. You actually gonna own that and claim that shit?
0: That's like putting C V L titles on your C V, bro. Do
1: you understand what I'm trying to say? So I'm like. You know what? If if that's what you need to stay on top, then cool. I'm just let me tell you, United
0: niggas, something, bro. I want I want you guys to listen to me carefully, because you know this this type of shit tends to fly over your head sometimes. I want to make sure you understand. You hear me? Right. So here's what it is. You had a once in a lifetime manager. You are not a big club, bro. Yeah, you make money. Don't get it twisted. You make money. You're commercially viable, but you're not a big club. Let me tell you something. When's the last time a manager not named Sir Alex Ferguson won a title for Manchester United?
1: You don't even have to say that, bro. Bro, the pattern's there, isn't it? As soon as he went away, everything went away. What happened in like 1967? (laughs) Bro, I've I've never seen Alex Ferguson sitting in the crowd so red-faced after every game, bro. Are you listening, bro?
0: Mashing up their chewing gum differently.
1: Bro, like, don't get it, innit? Like, you know what I mean? The guy went
0: and then everything went. Everything. There's no sporting structure at United. He was literally the sporting structure. There's nothing there. Like, the last, who was the last player Ferguson bought? Zaha. Well, well. We have the that. last player that was signed by Alice Ferguson was Zaha. Yeah? Look at the team now. Arguably a better team than what he left. Yeah. His last season there. This is a better team than what he left. Yeah, bro, they're so far behind everybody else that's competing for titles. I think they've struggled as well a lot to to
1: bring in any quality names. I mean, of recent they got Bruno Fernandez, which is a good caliber, fantastic caliber player. But before that, Steve. But here's <laughs> a
0: problem. Here's a problem. I think you hit it on the nail that you're talking about quality names. But mm. this guy was running man like Darren Fletcher, and that.
1: Mm.
0: what what's a Darren Fletcher? <laughs>
1: Bro, um, who was saying it to me the other day? Someone said it. Bro, I'm not even trying to get involved because I think it's, it was a harsh statement. Yeah, they were saying to me that Maguire... Remember, M- remember Maguire was at the same club at Andy Robinson and uh They were both at the same Hull City. They were both there, in Maguire... Maguire was know. a
0: whole.
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't know that? I didn't know that.
1: Bro, man was... They call him, man, B-Tech Lovren, blood Jesus.
0: <laughs> Lovren's dead as
1: well, and you know. Loverin for me, Lovren, yeah, Lovren's dead, bro. Like, lovering's dead. But like, they call him a, they call him man, a B-tech. They call him man, a B-tech, bro. B-tech Lovren and Lovren's dead. <laughs> bro, I don't have no faith in Lovren's on the pitch. You get what I'm saying? But that's like,
0: panic stations, bro. If you're and you're like, fucking old Gaffer,
1: What are you doing, mate? <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Like, that's, that's a bit of a mad one, but. Like I said, it? It's, it's a, it's my happy. But people, let let it be known. I'm gonna say, let it be known. World club champions, European champions, Premiership champions, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's a trouble for your ass, Clark.
1: <laughs> That's all I'm saying, innit? Like it's not like a, it was a, it's a shit campaign, innit? If you wanna throw in the Super Cup in there, throw it in, bro. Whatever you wanna do, bro. Look, let's is.
0: be really real about it. Tell the truth, United fans really didn't want this season to rest- restart. Of course they didn't, bro, because all I can get, I'm getting, bro, I'm getting trolled online.
1: Like, United fans are trolling me online. Like, literally trolling me online. I'm like, bro, like,
0: oh, yeah, Bro, you they couldn't, that? they could never, they could never, bro. I've oh, I got too much ammo for them, you know. The season was done on Boxing Day. Wrapped up, you know, wrapped up. Do you know how, how long ago Boxing Day was, bro? bro <laughs> can,
1: can we just establish the facts that we were, we were holding top spot from the second game in? <laughs> Like that's it. The tone was set.
0: Bro, it's moving like Scotland in here, blood.
1: <laughs> and this is what, bro. Remember them times that United used to be banging in like, holy for goals and stuff like that, bro. They've they've only scored 48 goals in the Premier League, bro. Wow. 48 goals. You know what? I'm not even gonna try and get on that. Like
0: I said, we did it. We're here. We've, we've established what we've established. United, just chill for a minute. And yeah. don't even you man come and try me. My team's dead. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's not emotional for me, bro. I've got a brain. But you, man, can never accept that your team's dead even when they're last position. United can get relegated three times in a row and they'll deny it.
1: Bro, I'm telling you right now. So, you know, United, man, them just chill. I, even next season, I don't even think even if we didn't win it, you still couldn't talk to us. Like, you couldn't. Like,
0: there's a difference in quality, dude. Nah, you know, United do not want no chat right now, bro. That's the thing.
1: You just need to let it be, man. So if you want smoking it, hit us up in it on the podcast. I've got loads for you, bro. And don't come with your little dirty, oh, yeah, we've won the premiership. Bro, forget that. Hey, Every hey, team. Hey, hey. Hold, hold on, hold hey, on. run, Every run, team. run that, run that, run the handle, bro. Run bro, that for the. You get at me <laughs> at Development Case. You know what I mean? man there, underscore pod. Did I get it right?
0: Yes, sir. My so. guy.
1: Yeah.
0: his <laughs> like no homework, you know.
1: And listen, listen to what I'm saying. Don't come with the premiership talk because every team have, has their era of dominance. I'm going to tell you that now, yeah? Every team's had their era of dominance, yeah? And yours was then, and it ain't now, and it ain't going to be for
0: a minute. I'm you know saying. what they're going to come with? Yeah, 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 but did you defend the title? Bro, wait for it, bro. It's coming. It's coming.
1: Bro, like... You ain't talking to me when Sheffield United is just breathing down your back blood and Wolves have got you comfortable. You get what I'm saying? Like, Just just leave it. Wolves and a Wolverhampton Wanderers, bro. Like,
0: uh, but okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you're not going to do is just disrespect Wolves like that. they got a no, nice team over
1: No, but this is what I'm trying to say, isn't it? Wolves is a better team. And if you look at credentials as a club, it shouldn't be. Do you understand what I'm saying? It shouldn't be. But well, Wolves is a great team this year. Not hundred percent. I mean man like yeah, Brendan Portuguese Rodgers man over there, you know. Yeah, man like
0: Brendan Rodgers came and reformat Leicester blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brandon Rodgers, you know that guy? I don't know what it is about him, yeah. He's like You know certain people have a ceiling you can't go beyond the ceiling, but it, it's a high ceiling but not high enough to ever win a title. You know, we're not counting Scotland because that's like cheating, bruv. No. Nah. That's cheat code. Anyone that manages Celtic is cheat code, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, and they were the main... Oh, it's Celtic, bruv. I can't... Like, the way they were really, really getting rid of Rangers when the whole relegation thing happened. Bro, I... Bro, I, I like, you know... They got rid of the only team they knew could compete with them so they could run it for a few years. And now Rangers is back. They're doing everything they can to hold them down.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to say, this. you see... <laughs> not the fact that it's, it's Steven Gerrard there, isn't it like Rangers is a club considering they battled their way back from the lowest flight back to where they, and and challenging they challenged Celtic this year yeah because that wasn't clean for them they challenged Celtic this year t- for that title Bro, the progression is different
0: bro let's let's not talk about Juventus when that popped off bro that was mad you understand what i'm saying so Bro, they dashed the whole team into what was it B Serie B? Yep. Yeah. And they. How did people? they hold on to their players?
1: That's loyalty in the most kind, bro. Because you know, and I, I I will say that about these European countries. A lot of them with the, especially with they they got a lot of homegrown talent, which they can they tend to to keep. Um. So you know what? It's like you said, in it? It's surprising they went down and then they fought their way back up, and now look at them now. Look at them now. When's
0: the last time a team not called Juventus won the title in Italy?
1: Because what, Juventus, did it last three
0: years they won at Juventus? Or was it four years? I because I consider it's only 2006, you know? Yeah. Not that long ago that they had that happen, the, what they call Calciopoli scandal with the match fixing and that. It was Juventus got relegated, I'm sure AC Milan had points deducted. Bro. Roma.
1: That, that league exactly like, was getting disrupted, bro. big time.
0: Oh, bro, like, the whole thing was mashed up for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, considering it was only 14 years ago that that happened, and the number of titles that Juventus have won in a row, like they're patterning things in Italy. You
1: know, they've done... Oh, shit, they've been 12, 13, 14,
0: 15, 16, 17, 18. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, so 8 years in a row. So, it only took them six years since that relegation to be winning titles again, and they've not stopped since... Eight years in a row. Blood. <laughs> Eight years in a row. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm, I'm. not even gonna be funny. I don't respect them leagues there. You know. I always thought. It was, I always saw Italian football, you know,
1: Italian league, has a slower pace of football. But this, of, of recent, it's, it's changed. But I still they respect. What about them. the
0: pace of football? How is one team patterning everyone? Look at Germany. So, one team patterning everyone. Yeah.
1: Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich got run close this year. Bayern Munich got run close this year. Um, if they had if if Dortmund had
0: Harland before then it might have been different mm, I, 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 that's not <laughs> Dortmund's <laughs> problem has never been scoring goals you know Dortmund's problem has never been scoring goals
1: I don't think but I don't like personally I don't think Dortmund was a bad team this year like it wasn't a bad team this year
0: like, no not because, at all but I would say you know they've never had trouble scoring some mm. other areas that the week. And, you know, and if you look at the pattern of leagues like that and then you get, like, countries like Norway, for example, where it's been one champion for how long. This is why <laughs> I do not, I don't respect financial fair play. It's bullshit. Yeah. FFP yeah. is bullshit. Like, all you, what, so what you're telling me is only people with money can spend money. Hang on. Which other business, which other area of business can you tell someone that they can't invest in their business and you can get away with it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, try it. Try telling someone that owns, like, a printing company that, no, you can't buy more printers and have greater output. It's mad, still. It's mad. It's mad. And all that serves to do is keep the guys at the top up there because, you know, how how is someone, say, your budget is 100 my budget is 10. I can't compete in the transfer market. I can't upgrade my stadium. I can't do all these mad things that I need to do to get more money. In the yeah. I
1: mean, it could be worse, is it? Obviously, like you said, isn't it? It's the, the, same usual, the same usual teams that dominate the top five European leagues. Like Barcelona and Real Madrid is just non stop, back to back, back to back. These teams are always going back to back. But yeah. the thing with Barcelona that makes me laugh is, bruv, they never broke. <laughs> never broke.
0: Like, like, I don't get to, uh, you know, through the nineties they were struggling, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, but now, even like in Real Madrid, they always say they got final bro, they're never broke. With Barcelona, they wipe, they wipe, their they wipe their slate clean every year, fam. Let's go again. But
0: here's like, you know, we we all know certain clubs in certain areas. I'd like to say they're broke, but they got the money. I don't know why they do that.
1: Real Madrid is different though, because their stadium is owned separately to the. It's not. It's, 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 it's a different matchup. So, they, their stadium is because their president gets elected all the time and they re elect their president all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but uh, the stadium, I'm sure the stadium is government owned and it's, it's something like that. The stadium government owned and then something else, uh, they run a different structure. But yeah, but these clubs here, bro, the people always say that they're broken and they'll just say, yeah, I lost 200 mil. All right, let's get it. And Look,
0: Look at the hypocrisy. <laughs> look at the hypocrisy with FFP, yeah? When FFP was um, proposed and then first introduced, Chelsea was so against it. Mm. Like, and you can kind of tell for obvious reasons, isn't it? Mm. At the time. But then, when my man popped up in Manchester City, my Sheikh Mansour, suddenly Chelsea was all for FFP. What changed? That's what changed that. is that they saw that there's another done with even deeper pockets than Abramovich that can run things very quickly over there.
1: See, they, now they've got another man with deep pockets that's running Newcastle. <laughs>
0: wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> is that going to go through, bro?
1: Bro, you know what? I hope so. Because Newcastle is a good team to be up there, man. I I really hope so. Like that Mike guy, you'll hold on to that as long as he can, bro. He will,
0: you know. Not even about that. Like Mike, Mike Ashley will sell it to whoever gives him the money that he's asking for. That's not the issue. Um, yeah. But I think this is a case of the Premier League um, talking out of both sides of their mouth. I'm talking about the, you know, the the organization of the Premier League, the company. Mm. Um, they've got what they call the fit and proper persons test. Yeah. So now the question becomes, what the hell do you have to do to fail it? Because let's not sit here and act like, you know, this isn't straight up the Saudi government trying to buy Newcastle. Yeah, And they're in like, you know, so many, so many uh, humanitarian violation accusations they have with what's going on in Yemen, etc. Um, you know, everybody knowing that they're responsible for Jamal Khashoggi being killed, And they're not even really trying to hide that. So, with that being the case, what do you have to do to fail this fit and proper persons test? Is there a point? Like, why are you fronting? Can we just talk about how old this older is, bro? Uh, By the way,
1: that Newcastle deal is definitely going through. 300 mil. The guy's 34 years old, bro. That's family money, though. You hear me? He controls part of the royal family's vast wealth, which is estimated up to 1.4 trillion. (laughs) <laughs> trillion <laughs> let's
0: just talk and this is what I'm saying like we had a conversation a little while back about how much a billion really is you know compared to a million now think apply that same logic to how much a trillion is compared to a billion a
1: trillion
0: Come a trillion on. is 1 million millions the guy himself say, is... say that to yourself in your head and think that's not mad what kind of money is that
1: <laughs> what kind of money is that what kind of <laughs> money is that?
0: Case, that's rude, bro. There's no need for that kind of money. What kind of money
1: is that? Like, what is that? You're having a casual conversation with your guys. Nah, 1.4 trillion. Trillion, yeah? You know what I mean? Everyone's talking about tr- trillion, bro. Walk away from the conversation. No one wants want to talk to him no more, bro. Trillion. What kind of money is that, bro? That's that's that's, that's a country. You know what I mean? That's a country. Wow. I'm just saying, isn't it? Like, that kind of money... You know what I mean? And just, just the nature of it, obviously, and I, I want people to grasp the concept, isn't it? 34 years old, buying a club, right? and that's not even your main thing. You get what I'm saying? That's just like a, I want a club.
0: I'm trying to think, like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's impossible really to think about this properly until it actually happens. What the hell would I be doing if I had a trillion... Dollars or pounds, whatever you want to call it, it's not that much different, tell you the truth. But how, like, what, what, what would my thought process be? Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, there's no one. That's a. You know, I don't, I don't really think that you know, I, that's money that can never be spent. You get what I'm saying? You'd oh, have to be into some ridiculous shit to ever get you, rid of that money.
1: Can you imagine that rid, ridiculous kind of spending habits? But half, like, things that no, you couldn't, you couldn't spend that even if you tried. Because the daily interest on that. Why?
0: Do you understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's the talk day- about one percent interest. Yeah. One percent interest on a trillion is how much? You get what I'm saying? It's. A- I'm saying? <laughs> it's ten billion. 10, ten billion. Ten billion. The interest is. You know what I
1: mean? Whoever, whoever gained the 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 the, 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 the uh, responsibility of looking after this guy's money, bro. Living the
0: life. Yeah, man. Like, look, I. You know, a lot of us people over here, and uh, people that I actually know personally, like we we always talk about what we would do for the basketball scene if we had like money, and we're not even talking crazy money, like billions, even millions. Millions, yeah. Imagine having a tr- trillion dollars at your disposal on on British basketball firm. Uh, I'll be, like, that- imagine this: the NBA turns over like nine billion dollars a year. That's not even a like dipping your toe into the pool when you're talking about trillions.
1: That because you know what that that kind of money would oh my good.
0: You know what you could with,
1: with imagine, time with a bit of time imagine, with a receive. bit of time you could sorry with a bit of time and that kind of money you could make the UK very
0: competitive. Competitive bro if you would run the NBA out of town. Because think about it. Think about it, the NBA as popular as it is, that time zone don't really work for Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Take NBA. imagine just taking the NBA, what it is as it is, and putting it in the GMT time zone. Yeah. Think NBA. about how much more money you're making. Yeah, and
1: they detass all the players from Europe as well because it's closer, it's easier. Yeah. Even the Americans, you think they're not coming? Of course they're coming, but how many of them are actually gonna get over it? <laughs> You know what I mean? And get to do it. You know what I'm saying? They will entice everything in the world. You know that. I know that. But I'm just saying, in it, that the the, the the talent slide would be enormous. You know what I mean? I not... It would be enormous. And then we could have what we were talking about, getting players that... Uh, from over there trying to come here. You know what I mean? Studying and everything.
0: Fam, like... Hmm. Nice. I don't even really want to think about it because this year could get really ridiculous. <laughs>
1: That's a silly money, man. Like, I, I don't care, man.
0: Like,
1: like, it must be nice living, must be nice earning that fortune. It? it must be life
0: being born into that fortune. It must be nice. Yeah, you know what? If mm. Imagine this, and you've seen examples of it even in like lower ends of wealth. Mm. It seems like some people in those circles, the more money they have, the less they need to spend it. Yeah. How does this work, bruv? It's just
1: weird. I could not even tell you, man. It's just... Just thinking about it's hurt in my head.
0: Because <laughs> I've been out, like, back back when I used to go out. I don't do that no more. because the way my body's built and the way I just don't like people like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Them days when I used to go out raving, and uh, I've been out with certain people that have certain amounts of ridiculous money, yeah? Mm. And it's literally, you're, you're in the club, in the... Uh, at the table whatever VIP, and they order drinks or some bottles and the manager's like nah 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 that's on me I'm like hold on bro it's been nice bro yo this guy's got all the bread you better take that yeah you know what I mean like I, I it guess it makes
1: sense to me you know what it is bro well, when you get these little these guys that ball in the club and you want to make the greatest impression there and you kind of give them those, those amenities for free and stuff like that it's, it's hoping for the return business isn't it
0: but they're there on by choice, and the guy's about to spend his money by choice. Take the money, yeah. Because
1: th- those guys will literally just buy out the bar and have like a 80, 30, 60, whatever you want to call thousand tab and just wrap it up. There you go, best night of your whole best night for the club forever, like,
0: yeah, know, yeah. And I've seen it, bro. I've seen 10k tabs, bro. blew my fucking mind. I almost fainted you know me, bro. I'm not into spending peas like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's got- I mean, there's, there's people like we said it's it's more of a with people with that kind of money and when you become that because obviously like, let's face it yeah if we got that kind of money or anyone if a normal person got that kind of money the first thing they're doing is they want to get all the things they couldn't able to afford you know what I mean and and then the, that's when the expenditure habit becomes ridiculous because you be like okay I can get this now oh it's only a few thousand it don't mean nothing I've got loads of money in the bank never <gasps> no no n- hold on never be yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It can never be. You. I'm just saying that's how they do it. And then before you know it, before you know it, money is depleted. You get what I'm saying? You're in an Iverson situation.
0: He went broke twice, bro. How'd you go broke twice? That's what I'm saying. It's
1: it's it's that it's that it's that mentality of you know what I mean. Now you got money. Everyone wants to be around you. And then as soon as it dry out, everyone just went, "Yeah, I'm out, blood. Like, I'm out." Then you have got the small guys out. The ones that. Who are your true friends when you go through your shit? That will stick around. I mean, and I don't know. But obviously, with us, like we said, when we, we if we we kind of inherit that kind of money or gain that kind of money, we'd be trying to make a difference. You know?
0: Yeah, try to make a difference. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to look at me in terms of. You know, how I, how what I'm wearing, the way I'm, cam- you wouldn't be able to tell that I've got money by looking at me. You know, people that like to wear their money, That's mm-hmm. that could never nah, be. No, I'd be, every day, be, same, same tracksuits
1: and trainers, the same thing, same thing I'd be doing now.
0: It and you know, even now. even the the one thing that I know I would spend a lot of money on, which is like a house, mm. you wouldn't even know then, because you don't know where I'm living at now, if unless you're certain people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Keep that so low, you case,
0: wouldn't even know that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The problem I'm is, like, why do people like to put their money on display? And why, why, why is it always in the name of people that you don't even really like in the first place?
1: <laughs> you're speaking of money, bro, are we gonna talk about this hush puppy thing, bro?
0: <laughs> I right, because this is a little bit out of left field. Bro, have
1: you have you seen it? Have you have you read about it, the hush puppy thing? Yeah.
0: I've read about him. I've read about Next Man. Oh, it is a, bro, 2020 is the year of reckoning, bro. Whatever your crud is, is coming out and you're going to have bro. to deal with it. So, obviously, if you've if not been kind of paying attention to
1: the social media thing and stuff like that, you'd kind of know about Hush Puppy and the the, the, the videos that people are making taking the piss. That that Oh, shit, I saw that Biggie one, the hypnotized one. <laughs> that shit got me. I have to send it to you if you ain't seen it. So, obviously, this guy's been known for... Of fraud, like 100 fraud. He's got his little team, and they they've, they've been defrauding uh, people up and I think up to over a million people. I think he's done it to, and they've revenued. Um, and I did the math because I didn't understand what's the what's the what's the uh, currency in in Dubai. It's
0: I don't know,
1: bruv. Drachmiz or something like that. Is that. I'm trying to say something like that. Anyway, so anyway, it works out that he's defrauded nearly 355 million pounds from people, and obviously. If you see him on Instagram, he kind of likes to flash the lifestyle, Gucci, this, Fendi, that. You know what I mean? All of these, like Bentleys, private jets. You know what I mean? Um, Bugattis, all of this kind of stuff is lifestyle, and, and that that came to an end. That got that came to an end when he got busted. Him and his team got busted. You know what I mean? They stopped. They I think they confiscated a fleet of cars, probably 20, nearly 20 cars. Um, Where he was staying, they took him out of his hole. Bro, that's like the You're doing something dodgy, but why do you need to flaunt it?
0: This is what I'm saying. Oh, bro, if he'd have been low with it, yeah? Not that I'm... You know, it doesn't even have to be about that. He's getting his money by doing fraud or however he's getting it. Like, first things first. When you're on the gram or anywhere, flossing your paper... You know who the who's watching you the hardest? They've
1: been watching him, bro, and that's the wickedest thing, Like they Hmrc been watching, is on you, bro. bro. They've been watching him. They've been watching him. Just all right, yeah. Do your thing.
0: Yeah. All right. You know all these all these music artists and that, that do music videos and they got bare cars and all this on the in their videos. Do you know that the pressure that they're under after that, like yes. having to sort of justify, like, no, I don't own this, or I rented it. You know, because HMRC are like, yo, where's our cup, blood? That's it.
1: That's all they want. They want their dip. Where's their dip? You know what I mean? Bro, I'm just scrolling through this guys' Instagram now, the things he's doing, buying out stores and, you know what I mean, going out and buying out Louis V and Versace and Gucci and, you know what I mean, all these Ellie-dishing Balenciagas. And, Why do you want that stress, bro? You know what I mean? Showing off and a little These wardrobe. men don't
0: play, you know. They got onto me for 30 pounds. You know that? Bro, they don't mess around, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they thought I owed them thirty. It turned out that I didn't, but they thought that, that I owed them thirty pounds, bro. They were sending me letters weekly for that. I'm trying to say, man, this hot thirty pounds. F- we're not even talking about the kind of money that people are talking about in these uh, situations where you're underground, lost in thirty pounds, bro. They were riding for that money.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm telling you bro. You
1: know. Oh
0: fuck that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they say they have yeah, more than fifty Facebook accounts. Fifty, 50 Facebook, Facebook accounts, account, bro. Fifty Facebook accounts, bro. You know what I mean?
0: See, man's, see, them, them ones there, yeah. That's when, that's when you know man's moving to the, to the grannies, bro. The
1: right. rich
0: grannies. That's when you know that's what he's doing. Fifty, 50 Facebook stuff. accounts, like Facebook's trash anyway. Because you, like, you know the thing about it, though. Do you know the thing about it, bro?
1: Yeah. His prison sentence won't be that great.
0: Oh we will. Let me tell you why. They don't first of all, number one, they don't play about money. It depends where they do it. if they get him in Dubai, yeah, he's doing serious time. <laughs> not nah, even here. Because think about it. And
1: look. Bro, I'm telling you. He's gonna I want to be clear, no that I'm not saying
0: in the UK, I'm talking about the Western world as we know it. Yeah. Mm. Let me just give you an example. I don't know the lady's name, but I know the other one's name. So there was a whole thing about people sort of using money and influence to get their kids into colleges in the States, yeah? On mm-hmm. some pooky shit. One of those people was Felicity Huffman, who was in, I believe, Desperate Housewives, yeah? Right. Oh, I think I now, saw that. For all of that, as, as serious as the case as it was, I think she spent... She was sentenced to a week in jail, spent mm-hmm. three days, yeah? Yeah. Now... Uh, another case was a lady who kind of falsified her address so that her child could go to a school that was oh, in a I better food district. Yeah, I know, I saw that. Um, you know, the only thing she did was give a false address, no money exchange hands, nothing like that. You know how long she got in pen? I
1: honestly, she done a bit. She done a
0: massive time. Five years
1: for she that. Done five years, yeah. She done five years for that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
0: there's obviously two key variables in that situation one is obviously the level of money that you're talking about mm. and the other variable hey let's be real with it you got a black woman and you got a white woman
1: yeah I mean I've been seeing a lot of things on social media in regards to you know what I mean um similar crimes different times sentences um, with, with with black people and white people and I think somebody also up to me the other day um a, ki- a guy, a, I think a guy must have kissed uh, a seven year old and he got like 12 years. Is it 12 years or
0: something like that? A black kid got 12 years for
1: it or something like In, that
0: in that? an over 21s club. Yeah. So let me go through this. Yeah. I think the guy's name, if I'm remembering correctly, Albert Wilson. Yeah. yeah? Whatever the details of the case are, I'm not too sure because it's hard to find for some reason but that's another question in and of itself he he got 12 years oh, yes, that's it 12 years he got 12 oh, years for making out with uh, a uh, 17, 17 year old girl but the thing is they met at an over 21's bar yeah 12 years now check this one out there was a former indiana university student who was charged in two rape cases yeah yeah He pled guilty. His sentence was one year probation. Yeah. If that wasn't enough, another guy convicted of molesting an 11-year-old girl in, what's this place in America, Missouri, Mississippi? Yeah, Mississippi. Mm. What was his sentence? Didn't he get something like a, just a warning or something like that? Probation. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That wasn't enough. Another guy in North Dakota raped a three-month-old girl case. Yes, yeah. Fractured her ribs. What was his sentence? I can't remember. I know it sounds stupid though. Four years. Right. Something that... uh, 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 Let me add on as well. We've spoken about this guy in previous podcasts as well. Brock Turner, Syracuse University, convicted of raping a woman behind a dumpster judge decides he doesn't want to ruin this man's life, sends him to six months in prison, he does three. The fuck is going on, man?
1: You know, and I, I don't want it to seem to, to our viewers that it's uh, you know what I mean, we kind of do the, the black versus white challenge every year, every time we do a podcast and stuff like that but you know what, it's matters that come up, like I said, since since the pandemic and stuff like that the, the, the matters, all of the stuff is surfacing now, you know what I mean? And There's so much I don't even, Being I'm saying unfair is a mild term A super mild term Obviously because it, there is a Major institution of racism That goes on when it comes to the judicial system
0: Yeah history. yeah 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 And it, it's crazy Fucking hell like I want to talk about that term that you used And I'm glad you did mm. Institutional racism
1: Yeah
0: 100% People at this point If you don't understand what that means You're one of two things I'm going to say this on my chest, you're either incredibly and irreparably stupid, doubt that many of you are that, or you're simply refusing to understand what it is that you're being told, because it's been told in so many extremely clear ways that if you don't understand it, you just don't want to, or you were never listening in the first place, yeah? Yeah. Cause like I said, I doubt that anybody is so stupid that this will fly over your head if you understood it, yeah. Institutional racism. Here's what it means, as uh, as simply as I can explain it. I'll try and I'll try and be as simple as I can, yeah. It's not anybody saying that. Every, so the police, Metropolitan Police, was um, found to be institutionally racist by the McPherson report, yeah. The yeah. McPherson report that. Was um, because of the Stephen Lawrence case. Yeah. Um, when did Stephen Lawrence die?
1: 1993?
0: Is it 393? 93, yeah. yeah 93, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it 2004 that the McPherson report was uh, concluded? Yeah. And even up to then, not one person had been charged with his death. Even though. Even though the day after Stephen Lawrence died, the police were given the names of the men who killed him. The day after. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, when the Met Police were found to be institutionally racist by the report, that doesn't mean that the report is saying that the Metropolitan Police is just packed full of racists racists everywhere you look they're hanging from the lights bro no that's not what they were saying Mm. what they were saying is that if you took the Metropolitan Police the way it operates the systems it employs all of that stuff took every single individual in the Metropolitan Police and replaced them with people that you knew for 100% facts were not racist It would still operate in a way that is racist, i.e. you're profiling and harassing black people, Asian people, you know, all them things there. That's what institutional racism means. It means no matter who it is, the organization, the structure, the operations, that is racist. It doesn't have to be the people. The people get infected by that institution. And this is how you end up seeing. Like, uh, I want you to watch *Poison the Hood* if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. The police that fuck with Doughboy and them guys there. One of them yeah. black, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he's acting up more than the white cop. Why? Yeah. Even in *Um* it as
1: well. Uh, the *N.W.A.* story, same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Straight out of Compton, same thing.
0: You know
1: what I mean? It's, 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 it's so sad to, to see. Go on,
0: sir. I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like, you you stop stop ever in your life saying things like something doesn't exist because it doesn't happen to you, yeah? Imagine someone saying to your sister, your daughter, your wife, something like that, that rape doesn't exist because they've never been raped. In, like, if if that's happened to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah you would be mad as a motherfucker, bro. All right? So you don't get to do that in any other situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to be clear about this. I'm, this is me talking. I'm not speaking for case. I'm not talking for nobody. I'm, 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 I'm washing everybody of this sin I'm about to commit. If that's what you think it's going to be. When I say, and I know a lot of people in this position as well, when I say, fuck the police understand that I mean that shit because I'll refer you back to what I said about institutional racism you're gonna know someone in the police that's a good person you're gonna know someone in the police that you you would hang out with you know you grew up with that person they they're, they're actually a stand-up citizen well done get another job because that institution that you work for that is not an, is that it's not an organization for my protection. It's not an organisation for the protection of UK. It's not an organisation for the protection of so many of these kids that we work with on on a day-to-day basis doing what we do. Yeah. So, when I say fuck the police, I'm not talking about your cousin that's a fair, bro. I'm not talking about your husband. I'm not talking about your wife. Alright? And then... Do something else. Fuck the police. It's an institution. It's not people.
1: And I think... It it's it, it becomes see the the, the institution the institutional ra- the racism and stuff like the the structure itself it becomes more important. It's not like you, you you a person goes in there wanting to be but most people well, I can say most people goes in there trying to be that way. It's that it becomes more of a the job now is more important.
0: Keeping the job is more important than oh, it's of, it's even too, worse than that I threat. think in my. In my humble no. opinion, it's it's a no. bit of, it's a bit of a cult and it's a bit of a gang. You
1: know what I mean? It, it could be on different a different. Come on, let's to keep it real, like you know the whole recruitment of uh what's the, what, what 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 do they say the, the recruitment of, of of police officers or people that go they've they have some form of back history. You know what I mean? Of of not being in control, not having the power, um, maybe being bullied. You know what I mean and stuff like that. And becoming a part of the the the, the, the government structure or the police the, the police force or whatever, some of these people see that as a position to, or you know what I mean, become that that figure of power, do things the way they want to do it and stuff like that, and um and, and that and a combination of the institutional structure, um,
0: it, it's a it's a recipe for disaster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as a fully functioning adult, um, if you haven't already seen this, I am, I'm really, really encouraging you to watch this. It's the Blue Eye, Brown Eye Experiment by Jane Elliott, yeah? Mm. I haven't seen you, <laughs> Like, it, it was crazy watching how things developed during that whole experiment. Like, from when, like, if she's, she's filming from when people walk in, from the moment they walk in. And you get to see, you know, what they or what they appear to be like at first. And what they end up being, Jesus Christ. I'm not going to really get into what the experience was because I want people to go and look for it and watch it for themselves. But this is literally a demonstration in how giving somebody even a little bit of power over somebody else with no checks and balances, with no accountability, what that does to them. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Go and watch it. YouTube, it's everyone. YouTube, there's so many uh, multiple uploads of it. Uh, if I look Jane Elliott. Just YouTube the name Jane Elliott and you'll find it. And you'll find many other things as well. It's crazy. Bro. And they even did it. Um, I think there's a, a university in America that did it with school kids. Yeah. Where they gave certain kids certain powers in a classroom. It's like... Young kids, primary school. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And they were wilding, bro. Oh my God, it was bad. <laughs> I'm definitely check that one out because, like I said,
1: it's, it's always good to see and learn different things and stuff like that. So <clears throat>
0: definitely gonna check that out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. And I, watching things develop ever since um, the death of George Floyd. In, in the two months, maybe a little more since, the police have killed 120 people in America. Right? There's been 120 people die at the hands of police since then. Not necessarily all in the same circumstances, but the fact is, these guys are seemingly trained to kill people. Like, why is that okay with some people? Like, When you say, when you're defending the police and you're doing all this kind of why, why? Why does it seem okay to you that someone should be able to end someone else's life? I really don't get it. It's crazy, man. So, Greg. Yo, yo.
1: You've been seeing the weather recently. Obviously, we had some really good weather. Um, and there's been a lot of excitement, per se, up and down the country. But, but we want to start in the, in the South...
0: Um, oh Lord of Mercy!
1: <laughs> let's let's start in the south, and we're not even going to go London. We're going to go further than London. So obviously you heard about the madness at Bournemouth
0: mm-hmm. when the weather
1: was out, how crowded it was, and everybody's regard to uh, social distancing. Yeah, so you have that situation there. Then we move up to a little bit towards uh, that, well, we could stay on the beach format. And then we can, go, and then we move up to London. Obviously, a block parties and stuff like that, and how that went down. Um, and then I think there was one in, was there one in Birmingham? I think there was one in Birmingham. I think there was a block party in Birmingham. And there was one in Manchester, wasn't there? Where unfortunately somebody lost their life as well. Um, bro, I'm I'm struggling to understand. Like weird, weird, and I'm not even gonna. I'm just I'm trying to struggle to understand like where we go in regards to like it, it, it's. I'm starting to believe that social distancing is not
0: a thing, and I don't. Well, the thing is, it's easy to trace the roots of what happened uh, in the last few days. Uh, going back, like okay, I say last few days. Call it ten days or so. Yeah. You can trace back the roots of that quite easily, really, Uh, to two... Well, one thing in particular, but I'd say two events, right? First of all is, you know, the way that we got mugged off by the way uh, they defended Dominic Cummings for what he did, yeah? Cool, fine, whatever. But then now, with all that was... Um the protests that happened, right? Yeah. And there was a resentment about that, which we spoke about at length. Yeah. Package those two things together. Now certain people who truly believe that, you know, because of whatever factor, they should be able to do whatever they like whenever they like. I'm not gonna get into that too deeply. Now they find they're like, okay, you know what? Can't tell me shit. And it's, there's a false equivalency there that's going to happen where you say they'll they'll use Dominic Cummings and then they'll use the protest or you didn't stop them from marching the streets. You're, brof, you, you're out here literally to act a fool.
1: Yeah. You're doing
0: nothing else but that. Take your ass home.
1: I mean, what I was bugging out about, is you know what I mean? At the beach, like, there was no kind of reaction to say, yo, nobody's following guidelines. You need to pack this in. Let's go.
0: Do you know why? Do you know why? Go on. Because the same people that had that adverse reaction to the protest, they're the motherfuckers that was at the beach. This is what I'm saying. And the then, people that had that resentment over the protest are the ones that felt this entitlement now.
1: And then when people are having the block parties and stuff, not saying that obviously because it was happening, well, it
0: happened a few times
1: before, but then the police are out in full force to disband these parties. But where was the same energy, as we always mention? When that was happening. And it only happened, I think, the day after or the day after. Then they turn around and say, now we have to block off the beach. They blocked off the beach just the day after. And if, let's look at it, if there wasn't any complaints about people being at the beach, do you think they would have blocked it off the next day?
0: Hell no. Bro, I'm pretty sure um, when the people were on the beach, you're telling me there were no police nearby or in the area? You're telling me that? It was absolutely ramp. Like
1: I've never seen the beach like that before. I've never. Bro, it was it.
0: out there looking like Glastonbury, blood.
1: It was absolutely cock.
0: Nah, bro. bro. Nah. Even in normal circumstances, mm-mm, nah, <laughs> nah, cause.
1: Absolutely. And you know what we'll do when we when we do the podcast uh, as one of our topics, we'll actually post a picture of what it looked like. It was absolutely cock. I've not even I've been Barcelona too many times, and I ain't never seen Barcelona like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying this was ridiculous and that's the south coast you know, that's stretching along the south coast so imagine people go think they're normal spots normal spots are not available they're spreading along the whole south coast
0: well while we're on the topic as well about people wilding out bro your man them tore the city up you know
1: you know what yeah bro like it's it's disappointing um on, on two, 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 two in two ways for me um one way is, obviously, we act a f- we were acting a fool, like, big time. Like, acting a fool. And then the other thing is, the government, it's on your doorstep, but they fail to recognise the bullshit. Like, when he comes out and does the speeches, it's always, we're doing a great job, but most of the shit that's happening is on your doorstep.
0: I don't... I've never understood people that could be lied to by politicians, you know? So... Like... Is it the ignorance is bliss thing again?
1: It could be, because obviously they see this person as a position of power, so if he says it's calm, then it's calm. But then, my problem is, we're not well. people ain't using their brain for what they see.
0: It's not calm. It's- I don't even know if it's... Really, how can that be the case? Anybody you talk to, right, and I don't care where they're from, what what part of society they're in, You talk to my politicians, the first thing they'll say is that politicians are liars, yeah? Everyone says that. I don't know anyone who doesn't.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But then,
0: you allow yourself then to still be fooled by these men. And I don't get it. Like, how is that possible? And it's not even like, you know, intricate lies. Something you can easily verify with a Google search, for example, they'll lie about and get away with it because people aren't holding them to account. It's, It's mad to me, you know? And for me, like it's not as if I have some compassion. look. I'm I'm not particularly smarter than the average person. But here's here's something I I like to do. Right, it's not just the thing about politicians. It's about anybody. But we'll use politicians in this example. The yeah. best way to figure out what's actually going on when someone's talking to you or trying to tell you something is obviously you want to listen to what they're saying because you want to know what they're trying to sell you if they're trying to sell you something right so pay attention to that but what you also have to pay attention to is what it is they don't say even when they have every chance to you get what i'm saying Mm. let's use the matt hancock example we used a couple weeks back where he was asked directly unambiguously no left turn no right turn just, just straight down the road how many black people are in the current cabinet, yeah? That's a simple question with a very simple answer. Yeah. Yeah? But what he said was a whole lot of bullshit about diversity. Thor, BAME, he was asked about black people. He did not, even though he had every chance to, give the answer to that question, actual number of black people in the current cabinet, yeah? Mm. So once you figure out what it is that they're not saying, though they have after that, is why, why won't you say that? You know what I'm saying? You didn't say. you just you literally just dodged the
1: whole question completely. <laughs> you just dodged it completely, like proper swerved it. Yeah, proper swerved it. You know. There's, you know, what I mean, there's, What do you say? There's many uh, you pass
0: to an answer. There's a, and you start saying stuff like um. Uh, there are many great organizations in the NBA. I know that it's it's meant to be the best league in the world. So now I'm asking myself, why are you not simply giving me an answer? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Even though that's a silly example, that's literally how silly this whole process is of not answering a question. You could easily just say New York Knicks if that's what you think. Okay, yeah. let's have a conversation about why you think the New York Knicks are the best team in the league. If you have a defensible position, you'll skate. You'll be good. Yeah. If you don't, which is why you wouldn't answer the question, then you're in a bit of sticky business. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how you have to look at politicians. When they won't answer a question that they're asked, or they won't say something even though they have a chance to, the reason why nine times out of 10 that they won't is because they don't want to have a further conversation about that answer. It's not It's not necessarily about the answer. It's about the conversation that comes after the answer. I think with some of these guys, they'll probably gain
1: more respect if they just came out and said, like you said, answer the question. No, there's none. This is the reason we've been very poor in our selective process. And it's, it needs to change. That kind of respect will be given if that kind of answer came up, but to kind of avoid it and not even try to to
0: approach it is is is, is very uh, disappointing. Yeah, it's nefarious, but and it's it's literally just you're, you're pissing on people's heads and telling them it's raining when you do that. Yeah,
1: disappointing. Man. Disappointing. You just got to keep it real. I don't, I, don't, I don't get me wrong. I'm not in that politician mindset or understand as much as you do. But for some things, it's, it's black and white answers black and white honesty you know what i mean get black and white
0: respect you know yeah I mean? I, like i said it's not like i particularly understand or know more than politics about that than the average person yeah but it's just simple critical thinking like when it doesn't have to be about politics ask your child a question my guy mm. where have you been oh uh, you know there's there are a lot of possible destinations out there um um, Very, very impressive, Bill James. Very impressive. Uh, like you'd, be, you'd be thinking, What the fuck? What, what are you talking about? Where did you go? And then you're asking yourself, now, why won't you tell me where you've been? Yeah. It's that simple. Yes. Yeah. And you, you would never, ever accept that kind of answer from your child. Why are you accepting it from someone who's answerable to you? These guys are answerable to you, not the other way around. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, 100%. But, you know, as long as you keep letting them do this to you, they're, they're not going to stop, bro. And at a certain point, I tend to feel like you get what you pay for.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I've see, I seen a protest this week, actually, Um, in the name of Shukri Abdi.
1: Oh, that's with um, my guy. Oh, that's the, he got killed a year ago.
0: And... It looks like the guy's skating justice. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think you got the wrong name there. You got the wrong name. Uh, Shukri Abdi is the young girl that died after being uh, pushed into the canal by quote-unquote friends. uh, Asian girls. Yeah, but you... Here's the thing. No, it's three years ago. I don't think this is a very complicated case. Uh, people always struggle to you know think about what something needs to be look murder isn't always the threshold here you push someone into a canal that can't Mm -hmm. swim you might not have thought that person was gonna die yeah but you're responsible for the fact that they're in there while they can't swim you hadn't did that shit. She'd probably still be alive today. Minimum, that's manslaughter. Why has nobody been looked at for this?
1: Yeah,
0: year ago. It was a year ago, wasn't it? Year yeah. ago today, yeah. So,
1: like, even even to question and invest, and they confessed as well,
0: didn't they? Yeah, you, you know I'm saying. They confessed as well. F-
1: manslaughter, yes, that's manslaughter,
0: <laughs> bro. Yo, I don't yo. Know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it kind of disappeared for a second. Yeah. Yeah, my bad, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, is, there, is there something stopping them from um, investigating that case properly? Like, what is it?
1: Nothing. You've got the person that confessed. You know what I mean? Charge him accordingly and let get moving forward. Like, you know what I mean? Why is it taking you so long? Like, why is it taking you so long?
0: Is it because you don't want to?
1: Could it be? I'd hate to think that that's the case, but... You know what I mean? Like I said, them the handling of it, they're not doing any justice for themselves or reputation by not dealing with it as quick as it should be. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, man. And you know the there's certain class of people I want to talk to actually. You, you you you've seen it yourself, I'm sure. Talking about you know how BLM has has caused a massive divide in this country. It was. This is easy for me, bro. This is this is a layup. They keep giving me these opportunities to do this case. <laughs> right. Let's just start with the obvious fact. The massive divide. Oh, yeah, it's there. It's always been there. Let's not get it twisted. It's there. But do you think a f- couple weeks of protests could cause that divide or did it expose it?
1: I think, yeah, it exposed it. In the sense where it's, it's it's no longer comfortable for them to kind of dismiss it. You know what I mean? Now people are speaking up and stuff it, like that. Exactly. But it's,
0: it's,
1: it's, it's always been there. It's always been there. It was just at a exactly. level where oh, we don't really need to say nothing about it. But now people are just not letting it go. You know what I mean?
0: Um, it's in your the, face, rude boy. Like There's yeah. no way you can go to avoid yeah, it.
1: Yeah, and then, and then the other side of it is obviously the people that kind of find it offensive and try to use it as oh yeah, be making, making it seem like it's derivative. Like it's it's not a it's they're trying to make it seem like it's racist and, and offensive. It's not like the cause is we need to acknowledge. You know what I mean? That there's a lot going on to 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 an ethnic that's being unanswered for or not treated fairly. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what people are forgetting, misunderstanding what the cause is. It's not saying that the black life is any greater than a white life. And I don't get it why people are going, oh, black lives matter, that's offensive, all lives matter. We get all yeah, lives Yeah, you do. Matter. Yeah, you do. You know why. You know why, though. Don't give these people no, that but, sense, No, but you what I'm saying is, why. all lives matter. We, we were aware of every life matters. But you can't sit there and say that it's been dealt with the same way. Like, so much things are getting caught on, like I said, the camera phone has been the biggest... Weapon and biggest poison that's ever come to this this world, like you know what I mean. And now things are black and white in your face, you know what I mean. You're witnessing it on like video right there in front of you, you know what I mean. Things are getting seen, you know what I mean. And the camera situation is meant to be a situation where it makes things kind of oh, there's cameras here, we need to be careful of what we're doing and stuff like that. No, like no.
0: You know, there's there's this thing of um exceptionalism that's it's actually uniquely british and american funny because those two are cousins but it's uniquely british and american yeah this idea of exceptionalism to think that the problems of the world don't apply to them or the greater community of the world they're not a part of they 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 feel like they're better than you get what i'm saying and i've been listening a lot to um Uh, James O'Brien Collins, James O'Brien from LBC.
1: Yeah.
0: And the the topic he deals with the most is Brexit, right? Yeah. So he often has people calling in and he asks them like a a different variation of questions from why did you vote out Um, at the time you voted? Do you still hold that position even though you know you've been lied to now? Why are you more mad at the people that are pointing out you were lied to than the people who lied to you? You know, questions like that. And what are you looking forward to getting better for you as a result of Brexit? Now, that last one there is my favourite, yeah? Mm. And the first one, as in, why did you vote out? Because they would do mad mental gymnastics. They would try everything to avoid saying the one real reason that they have. But... He picks apart everything they say. Yeah. The only thing they're left with is why. And the real reason why is quite simply immigration. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when people say, oh, we wanted to be sovereign. In like, Hang on. What's, so you want to be sovereign. Let me let me see something. What does sovereignty mean to you? And they have no, right? Oh, no, we want... And then the, the one or two that have read a script will say stuff like um, English laws made in... In England, he's like, nope, that's not it, because England does not exist by itself. It's the United Kingdom. It's Scotland, England, Wales, Northern Ireland. You know what I'm saying? So so it's not, okay, my fault. I misspoke. I meant British. Okay, cool. British laws made by British people, you know, judged by British courts. And he's like, okay, cool. So why were you guys mad when the Supreme Court ruled that um, the government cannot take any decisions on Brexit without consulting Parliament first? I said, oh no, because it's frustrating the will of the people. I said, but yeah, I thought you wanted British laws made in British courts. That's literally Mm. what happened. That's sovereignty. Yeah? Yeah. Now, they don't have that excuse anymore. And they'll throw in enough excuses and stuff like that until the only one they're left with after everything's been exposed to be bullshit, only one they're left with is immigration. But the thing is, they never come out straight away and say immigration. Yeah. Living on an island has got these people twanged, you know? (laughs) They really don't understand what's going on in the great world. They don't. And to be fair, let's be clear about it. You know who else used to be like that back in the day until they got humbled? Who? Germany. Yeah. Makes sense. Germany got humbled big time. We don't have to talk about how. You know how. Everybody knows how. If you don't, go to class, learn some history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: sure. Germany
0: used to think there were them people there. They had to get humbled. So what I'm seeing is that that same there epiphany is going to come for this country. And the way it's going to come is not going to be sweet, bro. It
1: won't be sweet.
0: It never is. That's the only way people learn, when things get peak, bro. Ain't got to be that way, man. Ain't got to be. <laughs> Um so I've got something that I've that's been on my mind for yeah. Go on. Don't lose the hold of cool. Yeah, um this is very, 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 very politically controversial and potentially a little bit dangerous to speak about, right? But she ain't scared. Um the Israel Palestine situation. Right. Being someone from where I'm from, with everything I know that happened there, I'm looking at that situation and I can only see one thing and it's so blatantly obvious to me, like, there's no getting away from it. It's apartheid, bro.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, let, let me explain. <laughs> so, obviously, um, I think it was 1948 that the Israel Israeli states was established in what was palestine yeah um the borders were drawn israel this this is your territory palestine that's your territory and they were looking for a two-state solution right yeah ever since that day those borders have been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and settlements have sprung up where they're not supposed to be and the palestinian people have become worse than second-class citizens in palestine and that's mad to me uh u n resolutions are ignored uh, no nobody is really really uh confronting uh the reality of the situation that um at this point what Israel is is an occupying force right yeah, yeah. and I'm thinking like the obvious reason is that you can look at it and there's a fear of criticizing Israel as uh, being viewed as being anti-semitic but here's the problem like at least at least 40 jewish groups around the world in 2018 yes i did my research you know how i am um, <laughs> at least 40 jewish groups around the world in 2018 opposed what they called cynical and false accusations of anti-semitism that dangerously conflate anti-jewish racism with opposition to israel's policies and system of occupation and apartheid end quote right so that's it's not just people like me you know jewish groups got the interest of their people at heart saying that yeah you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. it's like uh, um right now 2020 is this it's a time in the in the history of the world where for some reason we're going back to the to a stage where we have a growing number of authoritarian and xenophobic regimes around the world. The obvious one that anyone can point to is the Trump administration.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Don't get it twisted I'm putting the Tory government in there with their rhetoric about immigrants and stuff like that. BNP and them guys there. Brexit party, UK. It, All can take the deal. a seat. All can take a seat. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And the way that the... Israeli government is functioning and is very much aligned with these guys yeah you know it's more it's more important than ever to distinguish between the hostility to or prejudice against Jews on one hand and the legitimate criticism of Israeli policies and system of injustice you have to be able to separate the two because that means in in any other way you're telling yourself that you're unable to ever ever criticize the Israeli government because that would be anti-semitism that's not real, that is not real, I'm sorry. It's a bit unrealistic, it's very unrealistic. And there's been a bunch of what they call, this term that I don't like, BAME organizations in the UK condemned efforts to deny Palestinians basic humanity by suppressing their entire and current plight. You know, like what happened, is, like what actually happened in 1948 with the establishment of the Israeli state in Palestine could you have done that to anybody else anywhere? I don't think so. It's actually crazy. Imagine taking, um, I don't know, let's say, a, a, a bunch of Anglo-Saxons, for example, and taking them to Sweden and saying, we're taking half your shit, we're going to put these people here, figure it out stay a two-state solution. What? No. <laughs> no. No. And then, now you're surprised that the Swedish people are mad about that. Like, is that what we're doing? And let's not get it twisted. Who is most responsible for this current situation and uh, the establishment of the Israeli state in 1948? I'll give you two cases case. Oh, please don't do this case. Okay, with me.
1: One I, I, name's coming to mind. I don't really want to get it wrong.
0: <laughs> say it, say it, say it, say it bro don't allow me man <laughs> 1948 bruv you already know who we're talking about yeah say it man Winston Churchill bruv nah nah they're nah. not
1: my boy <laughs> not my boy <laughs> not my boy not my boy at
0: all and another organisation has spoken out like uh I think they're from the United States I'm not sure I need to double check that it's called Jewish Voice for Peace on Zionism they say quote Palestinian dispossession and occupation are by design Zionism has meant profound trauma for generations systematically separating Palestinians from their homes, land, and each other, end quotes. Look, I've got links for all this research I've done, like, if anybody's questioning what I'm saying, like, I can, I can get it for you, just hit me up, at Coach Greg, why am I lying to people, at Coach MGM, <laughs> <laughs> hit me up, you know what I'm saying, 240 at least case. 240 Jewish and Israeli scholars, including internationally recognized experts on anti-Semitism,
1: yeah.
0: addressed the German parliament last year, addressing the BDS movement for Palestinian rights. And they said, stick with me here. Yeah. The opinions about BDS among signatories of this call differ significantly. Some may support BDS, while others reject it for different reasons. Yet... We all reject the deceitful allegation that BDS as such is anti-Semitic and maintain that boycotts are a legitimate and non-violent tool. We, leading researchers of anti-Semitism included, assert that one should be considered an anti-Semite according to the content and context of one's words and deeds, whether they come from BDS supporters or not. Right, so basically there was a movement and... um, uh, a call for countries, uh, businesses, organizations to boycott um, uh, Israeli goods, yeah, things made in Israel because of the treatment of Palestinians. And the Israeli government moved to make this a illegal and b anti-Semitic. You know, for, and I don't even need to say it's for obvious reasons that they would want to do that to stop people from having those conversations or from boycotting the goods right
1: yeah
0: as if to say that as soon as you don't want to buy something from israel it's because you hate jews nothing to do with the treatment of palestinian people you forget about that we're not talking about that today no you you hate jews that's why you don't want to buy our stuff huh that's terrible the hell is that it's actually like it's very tiring like just watching stuff going on over there especially in the west bank like They're they're treating that like the backyard of Israel right now, you know. And here's what happened in France last year. The French government um, uh, equating anti-Zionism with anti-Semitism, they're not the same thing. And the fact is, if you're paying attention, which I definitely am because of this issue, anti-Zionism has a long tradition even in Israel. I didn't know that. Anti Zionism has a long history, even in Israel. Yeah? And this current government is full of shit, the current Israeli government, because they were asked in the Knesset, which is the Israeli parliament, are you a democratic state or are you a Jewish state? Right? Yeah. That that was one of those questions that politicians find every which way to not answer. And me being me and the way I am, I just explained it to you not so long ago. I ask, why? Why are you unable to answer that question? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what, Greg? You should be uh... I think. You no, I shouldn't. Be... I... No, I shouldn't. What am no, I going <laughs> okay, so like, to say? No, I shouldn't. I know what you're going to say, but what course, before say? you say what you want to say, I want you to imagine something. Just just work with me here, yeah?
1: Yeah.
0: Imagine turning on your TV Lunchtime Wednesday afternoon, yeah? And watching PMQs and this guy's there. How do you see that going? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's let's not do that to these people, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you be waiting as soon as you get backstage holy pahe colors, bro. <laughs> 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 waiting for
0: the You know fire. what that was as soon as the cameras turn off, yeah. You were chatting mad, you were chatting mad when the cameras are on, blood. Say that now. Say that now, Ruby. Holy perhaps, man. Holy yeah, man. Like I come from a place where when there's certain disagreements in Parliament, they get to duking it, bruv. Man, are jumping over tables, fighting, throwing people's elbows in Parliament. That's where I'm from. You Get what I'm saying? Oh, and man. I, per- I personally think, as someone with um the the fate and the future of the systematic oppression of Black people at heart, like I am, it would be wrong for me not to sit here. And express my support for the Palestinian people. So what this is what I'm trying to say. Can we not just call you up? And
1: like I recognize what you do. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's amazing that you kind of have shown this care, which is a lot. You could say, which goes to say a lot more than most. So why can't we just add
0: like the public defender to your title, bro? Because I'm not that. This, this is this is why I keep trying to say to people, no matter what it is. That you think about what comes out of my mouth or how I approach things. At the end of the day, when you, you can pick out anybody really in the street, in comparison to me, we're not different. We're not different. Because I'm sure a lot of people out there and a lot of you listening, y- you care deeply about a lot of things and just don't know what to do about it, how to start, who to talk to, where to find information. And to tell you the truth, neither do I. But I just start. I start somewhere and see where I get to. And if I can't find that information, I'll ask someone. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know what I mean? And that's all you got to do, really. No, like I said, I'm not an expert on anything. I just know how to read. And I know I'm not the only one. You get what I'm saying? I know some super intelligent people, much smarter than I am. But for lack of energy or lack of willing, for whatever it is, you know, It's hard to get that early momentum to get things done, to start to find out about things, to start to educate yourself about things. Because, trust me, it takes a long time of scrolling a lot of pages and filtering out a lot of nonsense to even start to try and find the kind of information I get on some of these things. And it's taxing. It is taxing. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a walk in the park. But I just feel like if I want to be knowledgeable about something, I have to do it. I have to yeah and you know like this, this is one of the things Like I remember you asked me a few weeks ago um actually I say a few years ago pr- pretty much when we started this podcast about my tv watching habits or like they're off mm-hmm. well something's got to give bro <laughs> 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 I can't be out here looking forward to an episode of Coronation Street yeah but I know I've got something that I need to be looking up you know what I'm saying yeah no
1: nah, nah, I hate that you're right you're right you know what I mean, and, and and like I said, and it's it's a credit to you because, like I said, a lot of people would not do the research, and you know what I mean, and some people thrive on it, like yourself. So you know what I mean, it's 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 good, it's good, my bro, it's good.
0: Um, and don't get it twisted. There's a boy I grew up with back in Zim. <laughs> Funny story. Um, Zach El kaim is, uh, he is an Israeli boy. Yeah. And he used to say that he, nah, man, Israel's not for me, blood. He's like, like, what do you mean by that? He's like, nah, it's not for me. I'm like, So I'm asking him to explain. Then one day he comes out with, yo, fam. He says, I could not imagine, I couldn't imagine living in a place where, now, I'm afraid, but I'm afraid because of what we've done to somebody else, not just because they're dead, of being afraid of because of what we've done to someone else they're obviously going to want to retaliate. Yeah. He was a couple years older than me. No, no older than 14 when we had this conversation. And he's got that pers- Where are the adults in the room? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Exposed so early. Man. He's a- able to know that you can't treat people a certain way without them feeling like they need that. F- 14 years old, no more. He might have even been 13, but I'm just going to give him 14. And yeah. he, he can see that. But for some reason, the people in charge can't. Either that or they don't care. And I guess with some people, they tend to think it's the latter. Possibly, yeah. but I, I I, still naively, probably the last bit of naivety left in me is that i actually that callous. Or yeah. I don't want to. Well, I don't know. I don't think people are actually that callous. That you just kick a dog, see what on. Kick a dog, did you say? Yeah, kick a dog and see what going on. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> Perfect example. Matter of fact, I saw this only a couple days ago. You remember that program, Dog Whisperer? Yeah. This season, Milan Cat used to go around fucking with everybody's dogs in their yards, you know, and thinking it was sweet. He found the one dog one day and it was ready for him. Man. First of all, the dog was trying to eat, you know, he was eating, and then, then he comes, he pushes it, and low-key, when you watch your back, you notice what he did, he punched it in the throat, yeah? And the dog was like, nah, who's this guy, bro? What, what is he doing? Like, it was obviously angry, right? The dog went this way, just to get away from him, he follows the dog, he's talking that shit like he does, you know, cocky guy. Then he goes to put his hand on the dog. The dog rasses him up, bro. Jesus. None of that shit would have happened if he didn't mess with the dog. You get what I'm saying?
1: That's true. Kick a dog in a, and see what go on. He said in a. Kick a dog, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet that. Quick, <laughs> I'm gonna tweet that. Kick a dog <laughs> and see what go on
0: but you might learn the true meaning of christmas after that you know what i'm saying yeah,
1: you never know i'm going to i'm that's definitely going to yo i'm going to put it on all my platforms after this <laughs> i on all my platforms <laughs> somebody silly guy <laughs> <laughs> somebody help me break this down somebody help me break this down
0: <laughs> if you put it out there just like that no explanation and say analyze this See what see see what people come up with. That I'm, I'm gonna do
1: it. And anything I get back, I'm gonna hit you back. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna at you straight away with it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm
0: definitely
1: gonna do that. Yeah, that's one that I'm gonna. That's my mission. Kick a dog and see what I going. All
0: right, I'm on that team. I'm on that team. I definitely don't have the balls to try. <laughs> <I have laughs> Ask me if I'm kicking any dogs, brother. You mad? <laughs> so, dogs don't have manners where I come from. You know. I believe that.
1: <laughs> so Greg, you was on a, the coach's call. When is that due to
0: drop? Oh yeah, shout out to the coach's call. Um Clive Castillo was uh he was able to hit me up early in the morning, rude boy, for this. Um man woke up with bare energy for me. He loves right. it. Uh, He's got those energy. I love that guy. I love it, that was guy. it was crazy is uh he he'd, he'd been messaging me throughout the week, like uh prepping me basically and he said it was gonna be about an hour, hour and a half. Nah, cause we were on that call for damn near three hours to tell you the truth. I don't think we were recording for three hours, but we were on the call for close to three hours. Like, was, yeah, was, like when you when you talk about basketball, it's, there's so much to talk about. Like, and it's just yes. it's enjoyable as well. Yeah. so we just we be in the in the pre-record. We got to be carried away, <laughs> and it gets uh, slide up recording up. as well. Yeah, it gets like that. It gets like that. Yeah, but I definitely enjoyed being on there. So shout out to him. I appreciate any opportunity to talk about the game. And, um, you know, look after the episode. I'm not sure when it drops, but I think I am... Next. From no, one. no, you're next. You're next. So you're
1: next. The last one was out. The episode four was out. Um, actually, you yeah, know... Was, I think I'm six. I think I'm six,
0: isn't Is it? You think you're six or five? five or I six? think I'm 6 I'll find out. No, because love- before me, there's... Um, Ali Balogun from UEL.
1: Yeah, he was done. He just posted. He's posted.
0: Oh, is he done? So that's number five. So I'm number six. Oh, so, yeah, I guess I'm next up.
1: He posted. Um, I might have a potential friendly with him at some point. He, uh, uh, Coach Clive is trying to set one up. See him who comes out on top. Wow. Oh, yeah? you don't want
0: no smoke, bro. <laughs> you, 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 you. Get, just be real with it, K. You got history with UEL, bro. Just tell the truth.
1: Bro, you know what? My, you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah? I'm gonna say this now. My history, my biggest history with UEO, bro. I feel, like I said, when when um, we had who was it? The first the first game we had was at their get, with at their court. And we played a few. Guys, we played their team and all like, that. Yeah, their team was mad. Yeah, I mean we couldn't get close. But we learned. Every time we played them, we learned. And then one time we played against them, but they came to us. And I think it was in the quarter of the cup. And obviously now I'm looking at the players come through the door. Who's the first person you think that came through that door that day at Harrow? Jamal Anderson, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, yo shit. <laughs> bro, they had Jamal Anderson, I can't think Teddy was there. Uh Badmus. Bro. bro, they the team was stacked. Team was stacked. And I said to my guys, look, if we don't get a win, we gotta get the respect. <laughs> That's what we gotta play for. We gotta get the respect. They were killing us, like you know what I mean. And at that age, and I'm, this is yeah, bro, I think this was about 2014 or 13. And Jamal was <laughs> a, a beast, bro. Like he was a beast back then. Like he was a he was a beast back then. Bro. And yo, I, that stuck in my head forever. UEL's always been my the team that I've wanted to get one up on. Like most teams that I've played, I've kind of gone back and got a one up on them. But UEL's one I haven't
0: got one yet. I own one. I do own one. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, and you want to know who the new UEL is, go check out Case's episode of the Coach's Call. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know them teams that just mess with you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Bro, like he's he's got away. <laughs> he got away from me. Like, he's got away from me. Tag him back. We'll tag him back one day. Yeah, man. <laughs> But yeah, like, I I definitely enjoyed the experience, man. He he's well researched, you know.
1: Oh, of course. Now, Clyde's been this way for a long time. You know, what I mean, like I said in it, once once I um, ended my uh, spell down at uh, University of Westminster, and he took the reins, I knew he was it was going to be in good hands, and he's turned that program into something amazing. Like literally, he's completed things that I couldn't do in my time, and that's his going as far as getting the court looking brand new that shit looks brand new like it looks beautiful in it it's not you know what i mean when i was there uh, never looked like that so you know what i mean respect <laughs> to him no no respect to him he's pushed he's pushed a long way he's made a difference like i said we speak a lot um all the time and stuff like that we always catch up so nah. something um, you didn't mention
0: by the way on your episode that i thought you kind of you, you glossed over but it's no small thing well when you started at University of Manchester, blood, you were commuting.
1: Yeah, I was. I was commuting. How are you going to overlook that? Do you know what it is, right? I was trying to work through the time, the time scale. So there's certain things. I'll be honest, there's a lot when I reflect over that I could have said. And if we do have another episode, there's more things that we can talk about. Obviously, Clive knows that, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. But yeah, I wanted, I wanted the role in it. And obviously, like I said, innit, it was a good opportunity for me. And I, I had to show... For me, I think that was a major... That was a major kind of example to set for players to show that I can commute from London and stay committed. So then there's nothing that you guys can't do. You know what I'm saying? So. This is what
0: I'm saying, but I don't know... Actually, I don't know nobody that's doing that shit. <laughs> you know I mean?
1: There, there's nothing that no one can say. If I can do that from London and make that effort to be at practice and et cetera, there's, there's nothing to say that no one else can't do the same. You know what I mean? So... When people turn around and say this and that and the other, like for me, it goes over my head because I know the levels you, you can go if you really want to do something. Excuse me. Yeah,
0: man. If you really want
1: to do
0: something. And I remember them days as well, rocking the braids and that. Take time, bro. <laughs> that was a short lived
1: experience. Take time. Uh, bro, oh, bro, it bro, happened, did it? What
0: can you do? short lived. Yeah, yeah it good. Listen. In- Many, many, many dreads soon come, bro. I'm working on it. Don't worry.
1: Bro, your shit takes forever to grow, bro.
0: <laughs> Don't watch that, bro. What, how long did gonna... it? Like if you're gonna do the dread thing, you know I'm all for it. It's the, you know, it's the retwist that get me, bro. It's harder than the initial twist. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. But I'll do it, bro. The last one did, How long did that last one last? Like a year, maybe? Yeah. Man, nah, that was long, bruv. That was that was three five retwists I had to do in a year. Flipping out, bro. You know the man. forearm strength. It's maintenance. <laughs> it's maintenance, bro. It's maintenance. Yeah, man. But yeah, soon come. Don't watch. <laughs> By the time the season starts, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I only say that 'cause we got bad time. Yeah, we do
1: have a bit of time still. So.
0: Looking yeah, for man, yeah man, anyway, you people out there Stay safe you lot I know we're all eager and anxious To get back to it But it's not by force You know what I mean I'm looking at what's going on in the states And they opened up them states pretty quickly They had the highest ever day Of new cases yesterday in Florida they got to take their time with that will... Yeah, yeah man, relax yourselves a little bit We'll get, we'll get there Alright You You I missed this, you know. I'm happy.
1: Yeah, we had our little week out. It felt like an unusual on Sunday last. Well, it, it felt like an unusual week last week. Without with the gap, mm-hmm. we're, we're blaming Greg for that one anyway. But we'll get into that. As
0: usual, bruv, as usual, bro. As usual. we
1: are blaming you for
0: that one. Blaming you for that one. Um, right, yo. As stop. usual, you know where to find man. It's at Coach MGM on Twitter. Case. Is that development case? And. Um, BenMandier underscore pod
1: you can catch us on that as well one thing I'm going to say yes, sir. right now before I leave and I'm going to say it loud and you're going to agree with me on this Sterling Machete, it's time I'm sorry, did you say goats? Sterling Machete aka the goat it's time bro, it's time that's all I'm going to say, it's time
0: this man's drawing him out <laughs> it's time it's time Listen, I'm going to block out a full day for that one, you know. I don't want to me about nothing on that day. Sterling, you know, you know where to find me. You know where to find Case. Hit me up. Hit Case up. We'll set it up. Have your people call my people. You know what I'm saying? Let's make it happen.
1: Let's make lemonade, bro.
0: And trust, believe me when I say, you guys listening out there, you can't wait for this episode either. Trust me when I say that one. You get me? But as usual... You know what it is, damn man. There with Greg and Case. Colour, you know how it's set. We're back. Boy. We're glad to be back. I like your boy.
1: Peace, man.